Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Mind Aware, 119. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be <laughs> with you today. What I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. I'm a foodie too. Hello everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show and welcome. So do you know how you have all of those little kind of nagging paperwork details that you know you should be getting to and you see them pile up and you kind of take those emotional hits every time you look at it and think, gosh, I wonder if I should be filing for this or registering for that or I don't have this legal duck in a row or that legal duck in a row. And you know how we talk about how important mindset is and you know in the back of your mind you're taking all these little emotional hits and you know it probably can't be very good for your business to be thinking that way. Well, guess what? We have a solution for you because I am going to introduce you today to the most awesome Susan Burns. She is the founder of the Small Business Legal School. She's a business strategist and lawyer, and she's going to help us get our ducks in a row right now. Hi, Susan. Hi, Dana. Well, it's great to have you here. So I don't know if I was exaggerating too much, but do you find that people kind of want to avoid this subject. They don't really necessarily want to dig in and deal with the legal stuff or the paperwork stuff when they start a business. Is that what you're finding out there? Oh, Dana, gosh, yes, you are absolutely hitting the nail on the head. You didn't exaggerate too much, and I'm delighted to be here because that is precisely what happens. Well, part of the reason why I wanted to talk with you is because you have such a fun, nice attitude. First of all, you've got a great sense of humor, but you really actually just come out straight and say, look it, let's make this easy. Let's make this easy and let's dig into this so that people aren't avoiding it and making it this big dreaded thing that nobody wants to do. And so let's say you're listening from home. Let's say somebody's listening. And so you're a solopreneur, maybe you have a small business. Maybe it's just you. Maybe you've got one person you're outsourcing to, but you're basically working from home and you're maybe making some traction, but not making a ton of money. What would be the first step that you would take to kind of get your legal ducks in a row? So, Dana, I think one of the things you said hits it exactly, because a lot of people think it's just me 
therefore legal doesn't apply or legal isn't that important because of what's going to happen. It's just me. And I think maybe we could work on a mantra for that. Oh, nice. <laughs> because it would be, it is just you, but you need to step into your CEO pants or skirt or whatever you wear and be in charge of your business. Think about it like, say, a rock star that you admire or a singer or somebody like that. They're solo. They have their own business, but they don't say, you know, I don't need to pay attention to the contract or how much I get paid. I just like to sing. It's just me. Mm-hmm. No, they're out there and you can bet that either they're negotiating or they have somebody negotiating. I think one of the things that's so critically important is that we need to take our agreements seriously and think them through and how they impact our business. So one thing I'm a big advocate of, Dana, is having your agreements in writing. Mm, very interesting. Very mm-hmm. interesting. And so let me back up a little because you said so many good things there. Uh, first of all, I want to reiterate, Susan's totally right, that this is really a mindset thing to start out with. You've got to make the decision. Love how she says, step into your CEO pants or skirt, right? Because you've got to think about your business like a business. And I can tell you firsthand that when you make that shift, that you are a CEO of a business, you start thinking differently, you start taking different steps, and you start making more money because now you're treating your business like a business. So just soapbox on that one, Susan. Thank you for that little tidbit. And then the next piece is get things in writing. So what you're saying, and I think a lot of us who are working on the online world tend to do this, you're saying when we're making uh, deals with people or we're agreeing to do things, promoting or different things like that, to have some kind of a, a document that's a contract, is that right? That's right. That's exactly right. And I think people don't think of what they, when you're working with other people, they don't think of contracts. I'll I'll just use you as an example, Dana. You're a great example for us because when people work with you, even on your podcast, you set out, here are here are the terms. This is how we're working together. That's great. And people are afraid of contracts. And when you say that word, people get afraid of it. But it's, it's not a scary thing. It's very liberating, freeing, and it will actually help you make more money, I believe, in your business. And here's why. Because it clarifies things. So when people are working with you, they know exactly what to expect. It prevents problems because if if you present your contract to somebody that wants to work with you and they're like, oh, I don't like this in paragraph three, I'm not doing that, then you talk about it ahead of time and you can either change it or you don't work together. But if you don't work together, you avoid disaster down the line based on misunderstanding. Yeah, and I like what you did there. You, what you're saying is what you're really looking at is more like a term sheet. It's more like here are the terms. When you think of it like that, it's funny how your mindset shifts when you're because when I think contract, you, I think, oh my gosh, you're going to have to hire a lawyer. I'm going to have to spend a bunch of money to do a contract. And I was thinking in terms of some of our people who listen, they have in-home party plan businesses. So they're making little mini negotiations all the time with people who are hostesses in their homes, having parties for them. And when you use that terminology like a term sheet, I can't help but make the jump to really what you're doing is you're setting your expectations. And that is such a powerful thing to do 
to set your expectations on what's going to happen. And when you have it in writing, no matter who you're doing business with, I don't think you ever have such a small business you say, well, I don't need that. If you're having a negotiation with a hostess or with somebody in that capacity, you're having a negotiation with a joint venture partner online, what you're really doing is setting your expectations. Does that sound right? Am I kind of off on a tangent here, Susan, or does that make sense? That's a great tangent, and it's not off, but it's a great path to go down, and it's absolutely correct. With that said, I think it's really good for people to have something in writing. And, and one of the things I do in small business legal school is, is help people understand what the elements are that they need to include. I also think as you grow, it makes good sense and it makes good dollars and cents. It's a good investment to have a lawyer even look over your terms because there are a lot of things that can come up that you want to avoid. So I think the first step and this is what I'm a big advocate of, is for you, business owner, to write down your terms because you get clarity and it also takes you to that next step. Like, oh, you kind of sit up straight and say, yes, this is my business. This is what I want. And I think that's another part of it. People are afraid of legal. They're afraid of going there. It's actually, some things are complicated, but there are a lot of things about it that are common sense that really help your business. And so this is one of a great starting point. Yeah, I really, and I like what you said so much about by sitting down and figuring out what your terms are, by figuring out what your contract would be, you gain clarity. I mean, how powerful is that? Now, doesn't it start to feel more like you actually are becoming the CEO of your business? You're taking over, you're taking charge, you're making decisions about what your expectations are and what, what it means to work with you. So I love your verbiage all over the place. Really, really good stuff. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Susan. Burns. She is the founder of the Small Business Legal School. So you can find her at smallbusinesslegalschool.com. Head on over, learn more about her and what it means to be in business for yourself. We're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk to Susan about incorporating. Do you need to be a corporation if you're just a small business at home? Are there benefits to doing it? Let's talk about that in just a second. Do you ever wish you had someone you could call for advice about your business? Maybe you want someone to look over your marketing strategy or evaluate your Facebook page. If so, then Buy Your Side from the Mind Aware is for you. Learn more at joinbyyourside.com. Buy Your Side is a program where you have access to the best experts in the area of direct sales, marketing, leadership, social media, and more. That's joinbyyourside.com. And we didn't leave out mindset or your personal goals either. By Your Side has happiness, nutrition, fitness, and tapping experts, too. It's your one stop for the best advice for the best you. Check out joinbyyourside.com and have the best coaches by your side. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're having a really interesting conversation with Susan Burns. She is the founder of the Small Business Legal School, smallbusinesslegalschool.com. You can go check her out, learn more about all that stuff that we think, gosh, we, we really don't want to dig into that. Can I just market? Can I just sell my stuff? Well, you know what? This is the kind of stuff that when you have your ducks in a row, when you've got your paperwork done, it's not only about just 
doing it, quote unquote, the right way. It's about really gaining clarity about who you are, setting your expectations about what it means to work with you. So just awesome stuff all around so far. You know, a lot of people want to know about incorporating. uh, And what do you think about it, Susan? Is it necessary or do you recommend it? That's a fabulous question. And a lot of people do wonder about it. What I find uh, lately is the popular thing is to become an LLC. And people do that because their friend in business does it, their uncle does it, um, you know, everybody's doing it, so I'm going to do it too. Well, I'm going to quote my dad. If everybody else jumps off the bridge, honey, does that mean you're <laughs> going to too? So the, the right answer to that is no, of course not, Dad. What I think is important is to think about your business, assess the amount of risk. But the two main reasons for a small business to incorporate or form an LLC is, number one, protection from exposure to personal liability And number two is tax reasons, if there's a tax advantage to do it. I think most businesses want to protect themselves, their personal assets, their family assets from exposure to personal liability. And so normally it's a good idea. If you're in a super low-risk business and you have no tax reason for doing it, perhaps not. It really does vary with every individual situation. The one thing I don't recommend is doing it yourself, and here's why. The main reason to do it is to protect yourself from exposure to liability, personal liability. Most people that do it themselves think if they just simply register with the Secretary of State, they're good to go. That's a start, but that's not everything. And actually, I have top 10 tips, top 10 must-haves, so there are additional steps that you can take to protect yourself from personal liability. The two professionals you should involve in this decision is one, an attorney, and two, your CPA. Mm. So what you're saying is if you incorporate or you form an LLC, it will help protect you. If you can assess the risk and if it's there, it'll help to protect you. But that there are other ways to do that. You don't necessarily have to take that step. There may be other ideas. Is that what I've got? I'm saying it, it may protect you, but there are additional steps you need to take in addition to oh, registering. okay. I get De- it. Depending on the business, you might be able to carve out some other things. A lot of people say, well, I have insurance. Well, you know what? You don't want to rely just on insurance. So I think if you're if you're exposed at all, I think it's a good idea, but it's not enough to just register. That's uh- I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. You know, it's funny, Susan, but honestly, I've never really thought about it before. I've never thought about protecting yourself or protecting your assets in that way, you know, and being able to assess the risks is so interesting. I appreciate you so much bringing up all these different caveats. And so before we say goodbye, is there any other advice you'd give somebody who's looking at this and saying, okay, should I or shouldn't I with regards to, to legal stuff? You Maybe they're dragging their feet because of cost or because they don't think it applies to them. What other parting advice would you like to give our listeners? The parting advice, Dana, is number one, it does apply to you. If you're in business, it applies. Start having conversations and find lawyers in your area that work in either your geographical vicinity or lawyers that work in your in your business area. And Just start having that conversation. You can find lawyers that you actually like to work with. 
you know, one of the things that I do is like, let's make a plan. Like what's important? Let's prioritize. Maybe this year you do these two things. Next year you do these two things. As your business grows, you can incorporate more. I want people to practice good legal hygiene. (laughs) You know, it's like brushing your teeth. Take care of yourself. Take care of your business. Cover your assets. Yeah, that's it. I know. I love it. You can wait till you check out her site. It is Cover Your Assets, right? I love the humor, and you're right. Good hygiene. This is what this is like. You wouldn't consider going five days without brushing your teeth. And, and really, you know, Susan, what I love here is this is really about just being willing to take those bite-sized pieces and educate yourself and just start taking it in little by little find the ways to make it fun you know find the ways that you can you can learn this this is a mindset thing and and, and really by doing it the the message the brain piece you're getting out of this is you're sending the message to your brain that I'm a good business owner I'm a CEO I'm a good money manager I do those things I'm finding a way to make this fun and interesting for me because I'm taking my business to the next level so just good stuff all around Susan thank you so much for being here you're welcome Dana my absolute pleasure yeah this was this was interesting wasn't it you know so many of these things and I think so many of us as marketers we come from the standpoint of I'm going to go out there and do it first and then figure it out later and I am guilty as anybody of that that's it's totally like leap first how's that that saying go ready fire aim that's that's the entrepreneur (laughs) manifesto ready fire aim and so I know you all are thinking about this and going like oh man I don't know it just feels heavy and so I would say listen to what Susan said make it light Make it easy. Make it your mantra. Make it your mindset. Realize that this isn't about drowning yourself in paperwork or talking to a bunch of stuffy people. This is about finding the person that fits for you, finding the course that fits for you, that you can learn from, that you can get better at, finding the way to make this about setting your expectations. That term sheet is your expectations. Gain clarity. When you sit down and write this stuff, this helps you gain clarity. So think of it like that. Think of it like a mindset exercise because that's what it is. And you know what? When you step up, when you step up and start doing these things that the big boys are doing, when you step up and and put on your CEO pants or skirt and move forward, Man, what a message you're sending to your brain, and you can do that right now. You can start doing that today. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. There's nothing quite like a Dana rant. Say it over and over and over again because it makes me so happy to have something that rhymes. Stop, cancel, clear. All my love is here. Stop, cancel, clear. All my power is here. Like, oh my God, I was always told never to be selfish. I know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just love it. It's just the little things, right? See you next time on The Mind Aware Show.